What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Now back to The Drive with Aaron Davis and Chris Raff on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Everybody, we're back again. This is the drive on 93.7. It is Friday the 13th. We got arguably the biggest game of the high school football season tonight. Omaha West Side versus Miller South. And we got the number one crew. It's like Tony Romo and... No, this is Gus Gus right here. (laughs) Oh, you're Gus. Gus Gus Johnson. You didn't invite me to the barbecue? (laughs) You hurt my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Have you just been watching clips preparing for tonight? Gus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Gus, man. (laughs) Listen, man, and the reason why I like Gus is because of where he came from and how hard he had to work and was calling games over the telephone in Howard. I mean, yeah. And then this, he has his own style, and he's he's very comfortable yep. in his own skin. He is, and, and not not anybody else can do it. And he's funny though. Come on, RG three can do that. RG three. But you know what? You know, Rico and I have I have gone back and forth a lot about <laughs> our our 
our individual feelings on RG3 and his broadcast. At times. I like him. Sometimes he just says some stuff. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, whoa. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, man, he's good for like Pac-12 games at 11:50 between Fresno State and UCLA. Like, oh, did he say that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh. exactly. But, but like, I, I don't, I don't need him on Oregon Washington this week. Yeah, like, I, I don't need yeah. him on a 2:30 kick. You know, RG3 is like you, you. He can do the Pac-12 at uh, you know midnight, uh, you know games or whatever because. You're like, oh yeah, the, what is it, the FCC or what? They're, they're not listening. Yeah, they're not no, listening because he'll say some That's stuff. What I'm saying. Like, bro, you just didn't cross every line. <laughs> you, you didn't hurt the brother line. You didn't, <laughs> you, you, didn't you, you know what I'm saying? You didn't disrespect the white people. You didn't, you didn't do stuff. Just, you know what I'm saying? He getting everybody <laughs> all in one swoop. Hey, RG three is like a street sweeper. That's how he does. Just line up everybody in one broadcast. Like, I'm going to defend all of them. Yeah. And then, and then just, it's back on there next Saturday. Yeah, right, no big deal. Yeah, like, just like, they're just like, all right, we're going to let you do it. We're going to let you do it. But hey. I say, like a couple years ago, I think it was during the COVID season, Nebraska always played on FS1. And there were those two broadcasters. I'm, their names are escaping me, but one of them tried to be Gus Johnson. One of them tried to act like Gus Johnson. You just can't do it. You just you, can't. You know, the one thing I went to the NFL broadcast boot camp, and it's like um, – you learn a lot of things, and, and it was, I was very fortunate that James Brown was there, and he mm. was very gracious with his time. You know, and he's an iconic figure. Yeah. Um, and he talked about the process, and, you know, he had a really cool story about Shannon Sharp. And this really? was Shannon Sharp mm-hmm. was on the show. Yeah. And Shannon Sharp, I felt like, was getting, you know, better. Yeah. And, you know, he, you know, I don't know whether he had the list or kind of like the down south lazy tongue, but he really worked at it. Yeah. And James Brown talked about how hard he worked at it. But then James Brown stopped him. He said, bro, yeah, you need to get a little bit better because you want to get better at getting your point across. But that's you. Mm. And so when you're talking about, like, mm. RG3 or whoever these was, you can't be yeah. Gus. I like Gus because he is the dude, is if we are all watching at the barbecue, mm-hmm. he rem- that's who he is. Because yeah. yeah. Gus ain't changing, and that's what yeah. you have to do. And then I heard you guys, as I was driving in, talking about, I think, on the uh, spillover, um, you're it's a spillover, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I know that like, me and Strick is a crossover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be the tip over so we can knock Jake out. But uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway I, I think I think me and Far me and Farley are gonna take take dibs on who can fight Jake first. But um, <laughs> oh, no, I'm just playing. When you guys were talking about Steve Smith, I watched that live, mm-hmm. and number one, Steve Smith is he's he's an a hole. You know, yeah, uh, he's a great player, right? He's a Hall of Fame player. I, you know, he should be in the Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about right. it. Right. Um, and where he came from is respectable. But just the way he is, first of all, you can't really talk about constructive criticism for Jerry Judy. You punched a teammate for asking you about cover three. Exactly. Punched him. You punched him. Cold cock. Not one, but two. Mm-hmm. Um, in every interaction that I've had with Steve Smith, he's been a complete a-hole. And now there's a brotherhood of, like, former players when you see each other. You kind of just, you know, you just kind of know and you talk a little bit. But every time, see, he probably didn't, he didn't recognize me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he doubled back around. No, I accept, you know, accept his apology. But, like, that just lets me know, dude, like, I grew up in this type of deal, like, seeing yeah. and, and learning. Like, he's a, he he's taken his platform, which is he does good, good, good yeah. stuff. And then it's like he made it a personal vendetta. Like, first of all nobody's above criticism. Right. Now, Jerry Judy's in a situation of, he probably knows he hasn't lived up to expectations. Mm-hmm. I think the environment of last year with Hackett, right. the, just the, the franchise, no standards, and then coming in, and they're just not good. 
and there's a lot of pressure, and he hasn't played good. Right. He's had some good games, up and down, like he's been, right? Had some drops and stuff like that. And really, I think Jerry Judy just had, when he first got injured early in his career, it really hurt him. I mean, Rafa tell you, yeah. he was really taking the league by storm. And then, like, if you came up and talked to me during the game after you didn't, you know, lit me up like a Christmas tree, you look, I, <laughs> dude, I'm, hey. I'm spraying you with a Gatorade bottle. Yeah. F you. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to go at it, we can go at it right now. That'd be like me blasting you on a podcast. All week long, did I see you this morning? Why? No, did I come here during old school at four o'clock, at three forty-five, right before you going on the air? Right. You prepping your notes? Hey, Jenny, talked about something. You looking at me? You might toss me out no street. Right. No, live on air though. <laughs> on air. Right. On yeah. air. I'm talking about. Well, I try to go and make a measure. Right. Man, you don't blast somebody right. all week and think right before they're about to yeah. play a game, a gladiator game at that. Right. And it's a rivalry. That, game. He's going to be very right. cordial. Hey, man, I got you, dog. Yeah. I accept your apology. No, I mean, yeah. there's a time and place. As as bold as you were to blasting. You should have that same boldness to pick up the phone mm-hmm. and say, you know what, dude? Prior. I was I was in the wrong there. Right. And the thing is. Because you know who did that? Clark did that. Yep. Brian Clark did right. that. Yep. And he said, you know what? I, who's the player he was? Um, oh, the player that he was blasting a week and a half ago, about two weeks ago. And Clark picked up the phone, literally, and he said it on air. Right. I was wrong. Right. In the way it came it at It takes you. a lot to be humble. And Steve Smith yeah. ain't never been humble. Yeah. No. And uh, it's a rivalry game. And to be honest with you, the funny thing, if you listen to what Steve said, Steve Smith said he said he wanted to apologize. Well, it's either you apologize or you don't. Yeah, yeah. Because you could have done it on you, the air. You, yeah. Right. You, well, you could have said, look, dude, I'm sorry. You might be mad, but I apologize. Yeah. And just bounce. Well, um, hopefully he, he doubled down on it. Yeah, he did. And well, then, that then, lets, and then, that and then he know. said, when teams call me. Yeah, that's not um, happening. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's, that's not happening. That was, that was, that was, that was funny. Steve Smith if a GM is calling Steve Smith to decide whether they're going to get a receiver or not, that GM is going to be gone. Yeah, he's walking there. You call Steve Smith, Chad Ochocinco, and Trell Owens. Should we trade for him? Well, let's talk. Well, speaking of trade, let's trade topics real quick. There's a big game tonight. Oh, yeah. Two be covering. Yeah. Uh, it's number one, Omaha West side versus number two, Millard West. Fellas, what do you guys see in this game? What's what's the what's the what's the the pros and cons and you know what what do we expect to see tonight? I just think this is. Uh, I mean, I know that last year's game, Gretna and West side was probably pretty big, but I felt like Gretna had lost so much offensively. It wasn't the same team that beat West side the year before. Uh, but you had a great player in Zane Flores, and then the Rezac kind of, you know, played as well, or maybe I played him, I felt like, in the championship game. And, you know, you had Caleb Benning that came back and, you know, had a huge effect on the game. But I think this game here is, like I said, I'm going to take, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get there early. You try to get there early, take a shot of the roster. And four years from now, mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet there's close to 20 or or more than 20 kids playing college football at a big level mm-hmm. that, that, so what i mean is you know for me just i think it, I, i'm excited just to be, for these kids to have the opportunity to play in this huge game one against two and, you, and nobody's like blinked an eye right? right and they've won different ways um you got west side that uh you know they have their own deal over there where they can kind of operate as they want they can recruit very like wealthy area yeah, the independent school independent too. school yeah um very, very well coached, great coaching staff, tradition. And then you got um, Millard South that's kind of came up the hard way. Scrappy. Or, scrappy. And you know what's really cool is like, and we know yeah. Jay and yeah. Marion's a big a, shout like, out to our crew, man. Yeah, Jay, yeah. Akum, Jay, the whole crew, of course, right. those two here. The big shout out to the, the two knuckleheads be driving <laughs> my, my blood pressure up. Um, <laughs> and then Marion, you know, he's, a, he's family. And so their offense is led by a bunch of sophomores. <clears throat> that aren't scared. It's and so, insane, man. And here's the thing is they will not blink. 
No. As a matter of fact, they've played in bigger as big it in their mind they've played in this game before. Mm-hmm. So that's why they've been able to pretty much blow through this state offensively. Jay, but as how have they done this as sophomores? So think about this, Jay. From a physicality standpoint, you think about how your body changes right. from your freshman year to sophomore year. The guys they'll be playing tonight, the guys have been playing all year. Right. Are two years, sometimes three years older than these guys. You oh, have yeah. some eight year olds because Mario should be a freshman. Exactly. Yeah. So you think about Nebraska, that. he should be a freshman. He's been the best receiver in the state. He hands down. Yeah. Not even close. Hands yeah. down. The best receiver in the state. And it's, and it's already a monster. He is going to be an assassin. <laughs> yeah. You better How, get on him early. What's their mentality, Jay, for them to be able to compete at such a high level, even when physically they may not be as big? Or even as they're definitely not experienced. Right. How do they compete? Is that coaching? Is that athletes? Is that a combination of all the It's everything. It's the training. It's it's everything. You got to give a big shout out to Steve Warren and Warren Academy. Woo woo. Because they do it physical training, they do skills training, and they do mental training with these kids. Mm -hmm. And then you got to give it to the parents because these kids have have made it. First of all, is for this sophomore group is very, and they've all stayed together. So this isn't like, oh, I've went and recruited Nick from Pius and brought him here. These kids, have, we know who they, yes. they grinded, right? Yes. So from a very early age, they had a goal, hmm. you know, just a big foundation of the parents. And they went out and they put these kids in situations and, and kind of let them grow as such. And that's through competitive or travel football. So now when you're asking why, see, when you look at Tamala, when you look at Jackson, when you look at the big tight end, when you look at some of the linemen, and then defensively you see some sophomores mixing in there with their juniors. You see skill. You see. You see skill set. These they they are very skillful, fundamentally sound, right? Too. But they're tough though, and then they're well coached, mm-hmm. and so it's a great. And then also, I think on de- on defense, they're junior and senior laden. So the the better thing about it is they're a team that have identified that have adapted to an identity that they want to be who they are. But then you have seniors that welcome and aren't afraid that these young guys are coming in and helping them reach, you know, the heights that maybe the, it look, if the, if this sophomore crew isn't there, they're not number two in the state. You got that right. So, yeah. you know, I think it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a great game. Westside is, you know, they're, they're D one laden, well coached, tough, physical, you know, it, look, these dudes, look, the, I can, listen, I played in a game against like Lane Kiffin and like three dudes. And mm-hmm. I felt like it was, I felt like I was like Jon Snow in, in, in uh, Game of Thrones, like, come on, come on. Listen, yeah, and I had, a, and, and we had a couple guys, but they were younger, yeah. right? Uh, that were going places and, 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 and went places. Yeah. And, you know, for, and, but for these dudes, I mean, to play in this game, it's something. And then this is let, just during the season. Let me ask you this, Jay. I'm going to ask you both this. And perhaps you may remember this. Nick, you may, you may, but you would have been, you, you might have been in junior high, actually. You might have been in high school. <laughs> It's similar to where Chad Case and John Goodwin had yes. that Lincoln team together. Yes. Cedric, mm-hmm. yeah. Cedric, Cedric Case, Case yep, uh, John Goodwin Jr., uh, a number of other guys. And they, they, they started playing together like like sixth grade. Yep, you that's know. the same thing. And then they kept them together. They went to trainings. They, uh, um, they had the, that Steve Warren fingerprint yep. all over. Big shout out to yep. Steve Warren and Warren Academy as well. It seems like it's kind of the same recipe. That was the last time Lincoln High was good. Right. right. I would also say this. That that's the last time I think that a, a Lincoln team truly made some noise in a state tournament. Yes, yeah, it was. It was legit. That was legit. You look 
Like Lincoln East had a really good run a couple years ago mm-hmm. with Noah Walters. Yeah. They had a really good run, right? And Noah Walters broke all the passes. Or North Alabama records, right now. Yeah. Right? Cooper Erickson and, or, uh, and, yeah, and, and who was a Wofford baseball commit. And obviously Malachi and Dash yeah. Bauman was the younger yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. But it's exceptionally hard to do it in Lincoln. Yeah. For yeah. whatever reason. And we, we, have, we have reasons. our thoughts. Multiple we we reasons, have our, yeah. our, our, our opinions on that. Yeah. But – you look and and Jay and I in the in the disappointing game that was last night of fifty five to zero where Carney came in and and stole something from you know yeah. it felt like Michigan where they yeah. they came yeah. in to Lincoln and I this is why I texted my buddy is they they came into Lincoln and after, they were and out of here in two and a half hours yeah and, and they they, they left no doubt fifty five zero do you Jay when you watch these games of the 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 athletes in Lincoln do you see like is the athleticism there? Like, oh, yeah. if Absolutely. you put like oh, yeah. a Steve yeah. Warren stamp on it, it's mm. not even about Steve Warren. I think it's just about the culture here in Lincoln. We talk about it all the time, whether it's football, basketball. It's not pressure that you're going to get fired, but it's like truly to coach these kids. See, the thing that di- the thing that's the difference is up there in the Omaha Metro, even like Carney mm-hmm. or like a you know yeah. you know when they're on the come up. Mm-hmm. See, they're they're with these kids. They're in there with these guys. They're giving them everything every single day. They're they're putting. They're okay with them going to a Steve Warren, going to and play for Abdul Mahmoud. Oh, hey, you know where okay, hey, okay, Beatrice is very similar. Yeah, right. I mean, all Beatrice, these schools. Uh, yeah. So what? Beatrice. So what? So what really yeah. needs to happen is the, the ego checks of the, some of these high school coaches need to be checked and let these kids go out there and make your job easier. Right. And then the 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 culture has to be more competitive, not cutthroat competitive mm. and that's the difference and then once you start to really want to be and be the change yeah then the change will happen but you can't just sit there and stay pat and then be mad when you get beat right and they're doing everything that you're not doing mm. so it, listen i always say this you go over there to the mall up there on o street right or yeah, walk around on a game day saturday and I get you tell you, you'll see some athletic kids that aren't even playing football. Yeah. There, there's a lot of athletes in the league. I mean, Jay and I could go down the list. So we, we even saw some last night on, a, on an Owen Nows 8 yeah. team in Lincoln Northeast. They have good athletes, yeah, right? Do. So they're there. They're, they're, there. They're, they're here. They're here. Um, it's just it's unfortunate because you look at the top 10 lists and you look at the rankings and then you look at the plo- the postseason format. There's no reason that only two or three Lincoln teams should be in the postseason. Right. There, there is no reason that it should be covered by Omaha, Metro, Papillion La Vista, Papillion La Vista South, Miller North. Right. There, there's no reason, and that's not a slight to them. There's no reason that <laughs> the 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 highest rated rated Lincoln team should be 12th in the state. Yeah, well, I mean, when you look at Papillion and Papillion South, that, that's two Class A schools pulling from each other. Yeah. So, uh, and now, sure, Lincoln has a lot more because you got, you know, the Piuses, you got East, Southeast, mm-hmm. Southwest, Lincoln High, Northeast, North Star. So yes, there there is some dynamics to it. Now you got Northwest as well. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just talking about in general. I mean, we see a lot with basketball. You get, you know, you got. We were just talking all very like if you're a coach, like how how is your staff not talking to players if they go to another school and they and they play for you for two years? How do you walk? So what does that mean, right? What does that mean to football? Well, where's the standard of coaching? Yeah. Right. Where's the standard of of responsibility? Mm-hmm. Right. Are you being upfront and honest with the players? Are you pushing them to be better intrinsically? and being there and supporting the players. And so I think, um, now look, this is a special year for everything outside the Lincoln area. In three or four years, just like last year in basketball, mm-hmm. we had, what, three Lincoln teams go to the state. Yeah. It can switch. And I think you. I think coming up now, I will tell you this, 
those ninth and tenth graders in Lincoln are a lot more competitive. I got they, some dogs. Got some dogs. Now they just got to keep at it and stay with it. And uh, you know, and I think it's a collective thing. You know, and you know, it's a special year. Miller South has got this state on notice. I mean, they're, they're going to be a tough out if they don't win a state title. You know, by the time those sophomores are gone, they probably haven't yeah. reached their potential. Now, granted, they, there's got to you got to have other support. Yeah. But when we talked about the East team, right, just from a few years ago with Noah yeah. Walters, and he just named the seniors. But then you got to think Malachi Coleman, who's at yeah. Nebraska, Butenbach is there, too, was still there too. No, he's at Southeast. That's Southeast. That's Southeast. That's Southeast. Yeah, but Southeast. they had a good mix of sophomores that yeah. were ready to play, juniors, and now you see them playing. So you have to have some young guys that can, you know, yeah. step up and play. And so, um, you know, Lincoln's, you know, they're going to have was it what three teams we. Yeah, we felt like yeah, about three it. teams. Yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln Southwest is is unfortunately on the outside they looking in. They, they lost last night yeah, three to Northwest right now, so they're sitting there at three and five. Um, East is in the hunt, obviously. East, East is going to probably be okay. Southeast will be okay, yeah. and then game. and then North Star. Yeah. North Star is going to be okay. Yeah, and you know what we were talking before the air too, Jay, in that those feeder schools, Northeast is struggling right now. Yeah. But a lot of those, but here, that's the way it is though. Yeah. But Northeast, a lot of those players at North star would have been at Northeast, right. you know, prior to that, but that's, that's long foregone. That yeah. school has been up for years now. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, yeah. You're going to have to yeah. recover. And, it's the, and you, North star had to rebuild. Yeah. They, they had to rebuild. They got yeah. John, uh, uh, Tommy Armstrong there. They got, got a really coaching. good set, right? James Thompson, James Thompson, Thompson John Goodwin, Goodwin yeah. John Goodwin, Goodwin, Mike yeah. Hunter. They yep, got yeah. uh, Chapman as the defensive coordinator who, you know, I coached Tyrell, his son, mm. and uh, Chapman, he played professional football. So they got a really good staff. I think the biggest thing, if you make a commitment from an administration standpoint, you got to get out there in the community and you got to build. You got to go down to that field down there where Lincoln used football and you got to be yeah. seen and you got to shake yeah. hands, kiss babies. Bingo. You got to be involved and you got to have a plan. It's not going to be easy. Um, but you know, listen, if it's not going to be easy, you're at the same point anyway. Right. So you right. might as well put as much effort you can and then eventually it'll turn around. Let me ask you both this before we go to break, man. What's your predictions for tonight? Oh, they're calling Ooh. the game. You can't have the guys calling oh, the game. No, make no, a prediction. I, I back and forth. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> right Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Right. Down. I, will, I will say this. I, I mean, I don't really know. I think, I just think it's going to be a really good game. I have no problem saying that no matter what happens tonight, they're going. These guys are going to play again at yeah. at, uh, yeah. at, the, at the, for the championship. I no, I have no doubt about that. Um, as much as I say, okay, Westside has the experience, seniority. I, I I see those sophomores, and I saw the team or Miller South play, and they play with an edge. And they don't know what they don't know, and so, and they've played in big games. Before. Well, and, and that's what's crazy. So, you like, know, you, on their own, you look at West Side specifically. I mean, they've played. They've. It's not that they've had a cupcake schedule, right? It's. The, I mean, they went out to Carney last week and won fifty six to zero. They were up fifty six to zero at the half mm-hmm. against a uh, number three Carney on the road after a three hour drive, three and a half hour drive out there. Mm-hmm. Gretna, or excuse me, Millard South went to Gretna. And won thirty five seven. Like it's it's Beat not the breaks off. It's voice. it's not like these two teams what? haven't been tested. Was it? You got a text? <laughs> you know who it's from? Hey. Is it this, Boomer Sooner? No, this is Fox Hollow's most wanted. Uh, oh God! Uh, East needs to return to the Air Massey glory days. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's crazy, yeah, Tom yeah, Jay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I will tell you this. About, I, I always say, I, here's what I think about East. I think you you have the most you have the most kids, right? <laughs> so you have the most kids, right? Yeah. In that school, so you have the most opportunity to to be good. And uh, we always enjoy calling games at Aaron 
Davis, Seacrest Field, though. Yeah. <laughs> His record almost <laughs> fell last night. Yeah. That 103-yard return would have happened. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I think that they're, you know, like, I mean, when we first watched Millard South, we were we had some technical issues um, against Gretna. Gretna is a good, big physical team tradition, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was close, you know, at the first quarter or so, but then you saw a change. <laughs> and them boys there. And I was like, whoa, you know, it was situational football. You made a mistake, boom, take yeah. seven with you. Oh, you 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 miss you you want to try to get us on third and eight? No, mm-hmm. we're gonna come up and be physical and tackle. You saw speed, you saw game planning, you saw really good play calling. So I think it's just gonna come down to whoever doesn't make the stupid mistakes, right? Like fumbling a punt or, yeah. you know, bad situational football. I think this is, listen, as much as Westside is, is feeling like, okay, we're the defending state champs, and they, and they are loaded, okay? Mm-hmm. Loaded. Yeah, there's, okay. there's a lot of there's a lot of college talent that's not D1 that doesn't get talked about. Yeah, I mean, you the, got the think- James Rosses, the, the, like those types of guys are, are truly incredible. Well, you, you how how many think- Nebraska football coaches be there tonight? Over or under? Uh, I, I, bet, I bet there's three there. Yeah, at least a few. I mean, you got to think where you got the Rezac twins, you got Caleb Benning, you got Christian Jones. Um, I know I'm missing some. I mean, you got Cotton, right? He's over there. Yeah, he's yeah, going to play somewhere. But then you also, you also, you also, you also want to talk about the sophomores, right? Like, I, I think, like, there, I was just talking to somebody this morning about, oh, where do we think Matt Rule's at? Well, Matt Rule's probably there. Like, there's, yeah. there's other commits that they could be traveling to, but there's not as many, much D1 talent. On the field, like this, matchups like this don't happen. Yeah, right. this is something that right. you want to see, and it's going to be, and they're both well coached teams. And it'll, they're be, physical. it'll be good to be seen at a game yeah, like I this. Say this. And, and for n- number six, dad, I know you, I know his, his, he was like Steve Smith, his butt was a little hurt. I'm gonna t- I'm giving you a message. I will give you a hug tonight. And I, you know, it's funny, I took a picture with his son. I'm gonna tell you, his son is a good football player. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he's a phenomenal football player. Yeah. He, he's physical, he's tough. He plays with great energy. I just felt like he just went over the line. Yeah, I just did. I mean, that was me. Like, I've been there before. You know, I mean, listen, man. Not, Jay, Jay might not make it back from there. Hey, hey, oh, yeah, I can promise you. I'm going to make it back. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, me, bring me, I, got more heat, I got more heat than hell coming with me. But Jay's going into the Hornets now. I am, listen, I will tell you this. There's a time I went overboard. I kicked kick Marcus Pollard in the head. I was wrong. Oh, I got called out for it. <laughs> So I'm not I'm not absolving myself. He's he's gonna be standing outside the press box. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be a sign. There's gonna be a sign there that says the reserve for ninth. <laughs> right. well, I'm getting up in there. I'm the first one to show up though, Jay. That's, That's fine. I'm not Jay. I apologize. I remember, I remember, if, if, if you want to be mad, that's that's a personal issue. I remember the young freshman Jay Foreman. I yes. don't know, man, but I'm coming here to break backs, fools. Yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listen, I continue to break a lot of backs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coach Osborne kicked me out of a practice for two two penalties before, so I've done it before. And yeah. so, at the end of the day, it's two great teams going at it. And I'm excited to watch Nick. There were two times I didn't now show. I gotta go, now I got to get loose and, you know, be able to. <laughs> <laughs> got to stretch first. Don't worry, I got the boxing gloves in the yeah. Folks, we got a lot of texts on here, and that is something we are definitely going to discuss more. In fact, that's going to be a segment I think we're going to start adding in, talking youth sports and bringing a guy like Foreman in to discuss that, uh, the, the, especially select sports. <laughs> Nick shows up with his shirt. Jay is coming. Nick wants to put me on Instagram and get hemmed up. Laughing at me. You know I'll be there on my camera. Folks, we'll be right back <laughs> to discuss all things sports after a message from our teammates. It's the drive, 937 the ticket.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.